Hello and welcome to the Proximo Daily. This is your host, Maura Murphy, reporting to you from New York. Today's Wednesday, May 6th. Starting off in the U.S., President Trump has signed an executive order prohibiting certain transactions involving bulk power system electric equipment from abroad. The order aims to address the threat that foreign adversaries could exploit vulnerabilities in the U.S. electrical grid to malicious effect. However, it could also have far-reaching implications for both the renewable and conventional power industries, as new or existing power projects may be unable to import certain critical equipment and the potential of sale of interests in certain projects, including tax equity interests, may be affected. Moving to Maryland, Purple Line Transit Constructors Consortium has announced its intention to withdraw from the 16-mile Purple Line light rail project being built to link the Maryland suburbs in the Washington metropolitan area. The PLTC design build team comprising Floor, the Lane Construction Corporation, and Trailer Rose has notified the lead contracting and finance consortium Purple Line Transit Partners, the Maryland Department of Transportation, and the Maryland Transit Administration. PLTC states that delays have been caused by third-party lawsuits, right-of-way acquisition, and changes to regulations and third-party agreements after the project was underway. It has been unable to obtain time extensions and cost relief for these impacts. PLTC is invoking an exit clause in its contract and expects the process to take two to three months to ensure orderly transition. Moving to Texas, Semper Energy has delayed a final decision on whether to build a proposed 11 million metric tons per year LNG export terminal in Texas until 2021. The Port Arthur LNG postponement comes amid weak international pricing and challenges in securing sufficient commercial agreements with buyers of U.S. supplies. A final investment decision had previously been targeted for the third quarter of 2020. Port Arthur LNG would be the only export terminal in Semper's North American portfolio that would be built from the ground up. That means potentially higher construction costs resulting in a greater need for capital commitments from off-takers or equity partners. The global market has been beset by a wave of cargo cancellations and threats of force majeure declarations that would negate contracts as widespread stay-at-home orders designed to limit the spread of the coronavirus have caused demand for LNG to decline. CEO Jeffrey Martin said that Port Arthur LNG, like all major energy growth projects that Semper is pursuing, will have to generate an investment return equal or greater to than its utility infrastructure or, quote, we will not proceed on a project. Moving south to Costa Rica, the Central American Bank for Economic Integration, or CABI, has agreed to a 25-year, $550 million loan to Costa Rica for the electric passenger train for the Greater Metropolitan Area Project. The repayment of the debt will begin 12 years after the approval of the financing, providing a period for the growth of the country's GDP, allowing for adjustments of public finances and the development of infrastructure without increasing immediate indebtedness. Kabai Executive President Dante Mossi said the project will provide a, quote, 100% environmentally friendly route and generate 2,700 jobs. And lastly for today is around the world in Australia. Westpac has announced changes to its climate change position statement for 2023 that will see it exit thermal coal investments by the end of the decade. It also intends to target up to 3.5 billion Australian in lending to climate-friendly investments over the next three years. 
The bank becomes the second of Australia's big four to plan their coal exit after the Commonwealth Bank. It will still offer financing to metallurgical coal projects. Oil and gas sector investments will continue to be assessed, but the bank accepts that a transition to net zero emissions will be required by 2050, and it intends to align its portfolio with the goals of the Paris Agreement. And that's all for today. If you'd like to hear any more about these stories, then please do visit us at proximoinfo.com. Until tomorrow.